Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. I'll agree to waive all the deposit stuff. You just give me the first month's down, we'll call it a day, all right? It's hard coming up with all that money, isn't it? Uh, it's gonna work out. We're not the one with $84 from the bank account, and I checked her right on Monday. You know what you should do. Hi, I'm calling in regards to the babysitter flyer posted outside my dorm. The nice big eclipse is now well underway. I'm feeling a little weird just dropping you out here in the middle of wherever we are. I've not been completely honest. We're from the desert, you know. You see, we we actually don't have a child. They lied to you. I know. Okay, I know you're right. But it's four hundred dollars. This equals first month's rent, and then some. And all I have to do is sit inside and watch TV. This is huge. This one night changes everything for me. Here we go. Are you not the babysitter? Oh my god! Talk to me, Lord. Talk to me. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Movie Sucktastic. Uh, anyone, um, here, before I 
forget. I gotta mute this. Uh, before um, we we move along, there's a couple of people that at least talk to me have asked me the opening of the show, the hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, you know what that is, what that's from. Uh, yeah. It's from a film called Action Mutante. Action Mutante. And I I just realized that I didn't I didn't have a copy on my server. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I went and got it's that hard, recently. It's hard to get a good copy with subtitles. I got the subtitles myself, actually. Ah, see, there, really there's a great website. A there's a great website uh, dedicated to just subtitles. Um, and I have it right here. I'll tell everyone what it is. But it's fantastic. I was like, oh, man, this the one that I got didn't come with subtitles. So that really pissed me off. Uh, it's called Subscene. Subscene.com. So if anyone needs good subtitles, you can get them there. So anyway, we're reviewing a little film called The House of the Devil. Scott's challenge to me. Now, I watched this last night. Can, can, I, can I say? Yeah, sure. Now, I, 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 and I do want to let you do a lot of this because I've already ranted about this film before. But I want to say I hadn't bothered to watch the trailer until you just played it for the opening. Oh, really? And, <laughs> and that just pissed me off so fucking much. Because one of my problems with the film is, uh -huh. is the unneeded buildup about why th this college girl needs money. And the first 15, 20 seconds of that trailer, actually half a minute of that trailer, is like the opening to any action film. Uh, you, you need $500,000 by tomorrow noon or I kill your brother. It's like the same kind of tension except you need the first month's rent to get that apartment. And what, what the fuck? <laughs> and, really? That's the. And, but that's all I wanted to say. That tra that trailer just pissed the fuck up. I was Ty, Ty West. You know, he's a, a a child of the '80s. Um, maybe God. not even. How old is he? He's not a fucking child of the. 80s. He was in like he was in Teen Magazine earlier. He was born in 1980. He was born in '80. He's a child. He was of born the 80s. in '80. Yeah. You know, for for a short period, he was uh, he was a part of the '80s. Well, anyway. I, you know, I watched this film and I could see that he grew up watching, you know, 80s horror and he's trying to emulate that in this movie. Uh, like, for okay. instance, Mary Warrenov, there's that one scene in the trailer and in the film where she says, we're from the desert, you know. That's a fucking ode to Nomads right there. He put that in there just for because he knew she was in the film Nomads. That's all that was. All right. Can, can I just say, he's not a child of the fucking 80s. He was born in 1980. Uh... I, I hate this guy uh, passionately. I know uh, you do. I mean, I don't. I don't know the person personally, but what a cock! Um, you don't like him because he's a hipster douche. Uh, you know what? It's, it's the closest I've ever become to agreeing with the term hipster because I don't believe in it. Uh, <laughs> but it comes close with this because I mean, and just uh, just just to underline, I, I did some quick research on him as a person, and there's one quote of his posted on IMDb about The Shining. And gee, after like a lot of these shots of just the hallway with the girl walking down through the stair through the doors, I had no idea he was a Kubrick fan. And he's talking about, oh yes, when I first saw those little girls uh, in the stair in the in the stair, you know, in, in the hallway saying, "Come with us forever," it was immediately burned into my skull, and I've I've grown up with that image. That movie came out the year he was fucking born. Scarier, more traumatic movies came and went before he was old enough to watch fucking horror films. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> the Shining is like the one film that's burned as my growing up in the 80s. I could list a dozen 80s films that were more terrifying than The Shining. And I'm not knocking The Shining, even though I can. But it, it's it's just that kind of thing. He, he, he found his niche. He's obsessed with fucking Kubrick. And, and you can tell it in his films because apparently every film he makes, the whole idea is he has to do that kind of the, what, what, what people that make excuses for him call the slow burn. What really is is do fucking nothing. Very boring. It's very, very boring. And what he's trying to do, too, he's trying to trick you in the, in the movie. You know, uh, like early. Well, like earlier in the film, there's the two girls are at the pizza parlor, right? And the one girl, hold on, Megan, hold on. You're, what? hold on, you're not setting it up. You're not setting it up properly. The first half hour of the film, well, is yeah, dedicated that. to is, the first half hour of the film is solely dedicated to to making the audience aware that teenage girls in the '80s that were in college need money, yeah, don't like living in dorms, eat pizza, uh, are stupid. And tend to make bad decisions. That took a half an hour to, to build up. Now, these are all common knowledge that anybody over the age of 10 understands, but we took a half hour to set that up. Pretty much. And he tries to, to trick you a little bit, like uh, like the trick real estate out. agent. Well, at least in my head, I'm thinking, all right, this douchebag, he's going to take the, this real estate agent, she's going to be in on it somehow. You know? Because she's no, also a star of, you know, of the... Uh, uh, she made some horror films in the 80s, and that's why she's in the movie. Wasn't she E.T.'s mother? Uh, yeah, but she was in a couple of other things. Uh, I'm just saying. Splatter, I mean, Splatterfest movies. By the way, E.T., before he was born. Fuck him. Go keep going. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, yeah, her name is D. D. Wallace. She played the landlady. Right. And, uh, yeah, she was in Cujo. Now, she was in The Howling. She was in Critters. So, it, that's you know. Not, that's not... That's not him tricking you. See, what happened is, Joey... Uh, I'm sorry, am I stepping on you or... No, 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 You're, go ahead. I, I'll go back. You, I'll go back. You and, you and I, when we watch a film like this, we're looking for those clues. Uh, I mean, we already know. It's called House of the Devil. The movie... The, the, the whole... The, you know, we know this girl's going to be doing something. We know it involves a house. Uh, so when this landlord, you know, makes this... You're thinking, oh, okay, this is part of the intricate plot because you're you're thinking ahead and thinking oh why he put this in here for this exactly the problem the problem is ty west doesn't do that because that would be a, a natural that would involve writing a real plot i guarantee you the screenplay for this is 15 pages long there's yeah, fucking well, nothing in here because nothing's going on there's barely any dialogue it's mostly music that builds up now and builds, when you try to build up a scene when you said boring Let's differentiate. It's not boring as in, I don't care what's happening on the screen, or I'm not engaged in the characters. It's boring as in, nothing happens. There is no progression. And we'll get into the logic of the film later. <laughs> but just <laughs> just the pacing, there's no, there's no pacing. It's just, okay. Um, yeah, we're going to get to the house. And then once we get to the house, it's, okay, she's in the house. Uh, we now we have an, an hour to kill before the ending. So, hi, fish. <laughs> so they're in the pizza parlor, right? And, and here's another one of those the, those things where we're just talking about how we were, or at least I am, and I know you were. It's like okay, the landlady's in on it. There's something going on. It's going to be part of this intricate plot, and, and of course, it never you know comes to fruition. 
uh, or it's not in the script at all. Well, when they're in a pizza parlor, she's eating the pizza, her friend Megan, and she goes, not through great lengths, but she, she just points out, wow, this pizza is disgusting. I don't like uh-huh. it today. It's gross. And I'm thinking, all right, is there going to be a thing with pizza? Are they going to poison it? Is 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 something going to be going on? Is like the, the people that own the pizza parlor in on it? Is the whole town in on it? You, you know what I mean? It, it just that's what I'm thinking. Because then later on in the film, she orders a pizza, and she eats it, and guess what? It's kind of gross. So she throws it away. I'm like, all right, what's what's going on with the fucking pizza? All right, what is this pizza poison? Did they lace it with something so that she's you know she becomes more. Uh, I don't know, subjective to uh, what they're going to do. It's just none of that happens. Now, it's just, I, I oh, she ordered pizza and it's gross and she throws it away. That took 10 minutes. Now, I, I do believe the pizza was drugged on the second time, though. It was drugged on the second time? I believe so, yeah. Because it took a real long time for that to kick in. <laughs> well, she only, she only had the one bite. <sighs> I guess... <laughs> But the thing is, now, but, it's like, why but, did they set it uh, up earlier in the parlor? It's like the same thing. Why did oh, she no, just eat I, her pi- you know? Oh, believe me. You, you, believe me. It makes no sense. I'm not arguing that fact. All okay. I, uh, <laughs> no, I, I know. I, I knew you weren't. But There was only one incorrect statement in your vast statement that was completely true and dead on. <laughs> nothing, nothing, me, me, me correcting that one fact changed nothing about everything else you just said. <laughs> So she sees these flyers around the, the, the door or the dorms and around the college campus that there's a babysitter needed and there's a couple of you know tags ripped off. Uh, so you get the sense that some people have answered the, uh, the ad. So she calls and the guy tells her, well, I'll meet you at the school. And she's like, right now? He's like, yeah, right now. Why not? And he never shows up. And they do that for 10 minutes of her just waiting around. It just, it's so drawn. It just takes so long to do things. And it's a 95-minute movie. This film could literally be a 15 to 20-minute short film. And, might I point out, if it was a 15 to 20-minute short film, it probably would have gotten a lot of praise. Because when you take 15 to 20 minutes of this film... Or if you take this film and you condense it down to 15 to 20 minutes, you might actually have something because you're not waiting around an entire film for shit to happen. But you're waiting 95 minutes for something to happen. Just a lot of nothing. And and, and when it finally does happen, it's not worth the setup. No. Especially oh. when especially when the opening the opening of the film let, let, me, let me just uh, oh and, and a spoiler alert, because I'm just going to reveal every single aspect of this film. So uh, sure. I, I, I will ruin it for you, if possible. Which is impossible, because it's a bad fucking movie to start with. So it's not... I'm saving you. I'm I saving really you think from... we can collaborate together and cut this down to a 20-minute movie. I, how about just, like, just, just fucking throw it away? It opens up with uh, <laughs> the following text. Uh, a la Texas Chainsaw Massacre, although without uh, John Larroquette reading it. During the 1980s, over 70% of American adults believed in the existence of abusive satanic cults. Why are we... I mean, now, I'm, be, I'm nitpicking here. Why specify adults? And why specify abusive? What it should say is, during the 1980s, 70% of Americans believed in the existence of satanic cults. Already, too much... Already, he can't fucking edit his opening statement. Right. It's, it's wrong. 
Next, another 30% rationalized unneeded the lack of evidence due to government cover-ups. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. No one the ever. Government's no one in ever on said, it, huh? Yeah, at least not 30%. No, no, no. I know that fringe. I, I deal with that fringe. In some cases, I'm a part of that fringe. Not even close to 30%. The following is based on true, unexplained events. Don't no, need an unexplained. Just true events. How about just start based on a true story? Fucking stop. That's it. But, again, we start off when he says, they says satanic cults, right? Right. Film starts off, before it even starts, satanic cults. Film's called House of the Devil. We start off with a teenage girl. Oh, we know what satanic cults do to teenage girls. Then she gets a babysitting job. Well, we know what happens to babysitters when they, when they, uh, when they're uh, meet up in the house. Sa- <laughs> when they meet up with satanic cults, we know what babysitter satanic cults love babysitters. Then she goes to a big spooky house. Well, this this has especially and it takes us half an hour to get there. So once we finally get there, it's like, well, this has to be the house of the devil. There's no other houses. We were in the dorms. It can't be the apartment she's going to rent because no one's there. This has got to be the house of the devil. There's got to be a satanic cult involved because the film told us that in the beginning. And this is the babysitter. And it's a horror film. We know something's happening to her. There's no suspense to build up to. There's no unanswered questions. We know something's going to happen in the fucking house. We knew it before the film started because of the text. Everything he does after supposedly building tension is not building tension. And it's not delaying gratification, as I've seen some reviews try to rationalize. Speaking of rationalizing... Oh, it's, 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 you know, it's, it, he suspends the gratification of the violence. No, he just makes you wait an hour and a half for an ending that is not worth the wait. And the, what little storyline there is makes no fucking sense. And the rest of it's just watching somebody while away an afternoon. <laughs> Pretty much. And, uh, you know, on top of that as well, it's during a, f- a fucking full moon eclipse. Well, <laughs> again, babysitter, horror film satanic cults mentioned the beginning house of the devil she turns on the radio and tonight's the full eclipse of the moon i wonder if that's going to have a play in this i I couldn't it couldn't it's got to be a coincidence my money's saying no it's like when you're on when you're on like gilligan's island they turn the radio on the Harlem globe charters have been lost at sea could this be a coincidence this won't come up later in the show guess what it does (laughs) now now you you could say he's playing with the conventions of of like the seventies and eighties horror films. A lot of people are saying that, and obviously he's trying to capture the style of horror films from the seventies and eighties. Well, yeah, I mean, even uh, with the opening titles, all the way to uh, just the the cr- the credits of you know when it says House of the Devil, and then it freeze frames, you know, with the right, year at then, the bottom, and then, yeah, and then like, she's moving the, along, and then it freeze frames again. You know, that's the rapid zooms, uh, the yeah. pan and tilts, going for like you know we're, we're talking before really you know we're before steady cams were used for everything. It, it's it's obvious uh, he's going for that feel. My my argument is that you you don't make an homage to bad movies by making a bad movie. You take elements that you like, and what he's done here is he's tried to duplicate exactly what it's like watching a boring horror film from the 70s there's a difference though they weren't doing it on purpose back then they were padding time they were trying to get exactly the 90 minutes they were filling it they, you know th- that was poor screenwriting when you 
when you try to copy a bad work of art, all you're doing is making bad art. I don't right. care if you release if you release the video in like a clamshell case and say, "Ooh, see, it's a VHS tape." Fuck you. It's just as fucking <laughs> shitty now as it would have been back then, and there's no novelty to it when you don't do anything new with it. At least. Well, Go ahead. Go ahead. And, well, and the thing too with a lot of these older films that where they did pad it, they usually padded it with gore, or some sort of something going on. You know, it's like, oh, okay, we need to kill five minutes. All right, let's have this uh, the main villain dismember this person uh, in in like a gory way, and then that'll get us to the next scene. You mean shit would happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm thinking. And, it just there's just they move what they mean? just they they stumble from scene to scene to scene oh something happened it was very short but something happened to scene to scene to, it just the whole film is like that can, can i give an example of a low budget horror film from uh two years before this cock was born uh as an example of of, of uh what you're saying uh-huh let's go with uh Forget Kubrick. Let's go with another famous person. That again, oh, I'm emulating Kubrick. Yeah, you're, you know what? You're not shooting this over budget and and with like ten reels of film to a frame. So shut the fuck up. Let's let's compare him to Carpenter and the 1978 film Halloween. Sure. You watch Halloween now, as I've revisited it recently. There are long, slow scenes. Carpenter spends a good two minutes just following someone walking down the sidewalk. Right. right. No, exactly. And 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 the reason why it works there is because there is there is genuine tension being built up for it. Well, well, because we know it, like it's, it's Halloween, and we know there's a crazy guy running around. So the question is, when's he gonna strike? When's he gonna strike? Because oh she oh oh she's got she's going out to the laundry room, which for some reason is in a shed five miles from the house. Maybe it's gonna happen there. Oh wait, she's taking her clothes off. Maybe it's gonna happen here. But but she, but the, oh the little kids are here. It's it's like. You're, you're you're throwing all these situations where something could happen, right? And like you said, you don't just fill the entire hour and a half with uh, not Jodie Foster. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Thank you, Jamie Lee Curtis. My brain flipped. We we didn't spend an hour watching Jamie Lee Curtis flip through magazines on the couch while the kids watch horror films. Other shit happened elsewhere. We cut the Loomis with the cop. Uh, There's a dead animal. Who could do such a thing? He's evil. We cut over to the uh, you know the girl <laughs> getting in the car. Oh, they're gonna make out on the couch. Now she's dead. They, you know, there's action. There's things. We're going from place sure. to place. That's a great so kill even, scene too. Yeah. Now again, there's a lot of long, drawn out, padded scenes. Overall, the whole film only has maybe a body count of what three, four, not Some, much at yeah, all. Yeah, no, handful. If that, tops. yeah, a handful, not you know less than five. Uh, but there's still earned tension. Uh, earned. There's more plot going on. Things are explained. There's multiple uh, storylines, not intricate ones, but still something's going on. We have in Ty's version of a 1970s, 80 horror film. One girl in a house waiting for something to happen because we know what's going to happen here. That's it. Yeah. Oh, no, and that's only after a half an hour of, ooh, do I get the babysitting job? You know, <laughs> you know what film, you know what film action, uh, adventures in babysitting. She gets the babysitting job faster than this film. <laughs> it's another 80s classic. Yes. And that had a lot more action in it, but I digress. That's had Thor. Story. Had Thor. And, yeah, ahead of its time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
And goddamn Ty West for putting Mary Warren off in this piece of shit. He got her because he's a fan and he convinced her to do it. I, oh, I, I, from the desert, he, you know. Nomads. I, Don't even tell I, me I, otherwise. I, I totally reject the thought that he's a fan of Mary Warren off. I totally reject it. And you know he is, though. I, I reject it, though. What's he a fan of hers that he's, like, doing something similar to? Everything she in was, like, you know, interesting. Wouldn't it Even be the funny, bad shit. Wouldn't it be funny if they remade Terrorvision and they, they got Ty West to do it? I will. <laughs> well, I, well, hopefully his his uh, his popularity is waning a bit. I don't see too much coming out from him. I mean, can 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 uh, do you have, well? You, you know, I don't want to. You go. I'm gonna. I'll rant nonstop. Are, I'll take over okay? the whole show. Oh, you you go. Cause I'll keep going. Stop. I'll stop. All right. You go. Um. But like you said, they 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 spent a lot of time just getting her to the house, and then when they get her to the house, Tom Noonan, who I love, love Tom Noonan. How the hell did he get Tom Noonan? Because Tom Noonan ain't doing much these days. He doesn't have to, though. I I think he's built himself enough of a cult status in enough films that he doesn't have to. He's probably not really well off, but he doesn't have to do it if he doesn't want to. You know that he could get get parts all day long if he wanted them. Now, he was walking around in in a cane in this film, and I wonder if that's real. Like, if he really needs a cane because he's just so tall. And maybe possible. as he's getting older, you know, he's uh, he's a little crickety. That's possible. I was more, I was more interested in that <laughs> than in this film. It's like, why is Tom Newman walking with a cane? Is that real? Is that for the movie? Was it his idea? <laughs> he was given a little manhunter uh, near the end of the film, too, when he was in the, ho- in the hood. And he's, like, putting his mm-hmm. head back and he's kind of getting into what's going on. And I'm like, that's totally manhunter. And I'm like, and I, and I, would be pissed if Ty West asked him. He's like, "Give me a little manhunter. Come on, come on, just give me a little manhunter." It's like, ah, you fuck. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Uh, I have a question. So, I have a question. No, yeah. no, no, go ahead. Ignore me. No, 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 I was just gonna. I, we're giving away everything in this film, right? We don't give a shit. Yes. Fuck okay. yes. When the girl, uh, uh, when her girlfriend drops her off at the house, and she basically tells her, "Don't do this. It's creepy." You know, uh, there's I have a bad feeling, yada, yada, yada. And she's like, no, no, it's $400. Uh, I can pay my rent, uh, uh, you know, for the whole month in one shot, in and one thank- night. And thankfully, we have that backstory set up because normally a college girl would turn down $400 for house sitting for an evening. Flat. Wouldn't even think twice about it. No, thank you. But knowing that she has an apartment she wants makes it, it gives the story depth. Continue. <laughs> Uh, the only time that I got a bit of a twitch of maybe Scott's wrong about this, <laughs> you know, was when she drops her off and then leaves, and she pulls over into a cemetery for God knows what fucking reason to light a cigarette, and she can't do it, and some stranger comes by and he, you know, fumbles with his uh, Zippo, and she's like, oh my God! So and then she realizes, oh, it's just some guy wanted to light my cigarette, and he's Hold like, on. Are you yeah, the, are, are you the Hold babysitter? On. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, you're right. She freaked out, then realized, wait, it's just some guy that happened to wander into a, a, a cemetery in the middle of the night with no one else around and and offer and, and offer me a light. Nothing unusual. <laughs> nothing. Nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing that a teenage girl that's already looking out for rapists. Uh, it, <laughs> it's nothing that she'd be concerned about. 
just, oh, a stranger in a cemetery walked up and asked me if I needed a light. <laughs> exactly. I can relax. I can relax now. There's I can sit back, fear here. Just, just drove away from a real creepy house in a real creepy area. You know, it's ne- nighttime, mind the middle of the woods. I, yes, I'm, wor- I'm completely worried sick about my friend who's being paid $400 to sit in a house with an old person. Because I think that's bizarre and dangerous. But a stranger in a cemetery, what's more welcoming? That's right. He's got a beard. He's got a scully hat on. He looks perfectly normal. So anyway, he uh, he lights her cigarette and he's like, are you the babysitter? And you, you expected something to happen, but then just literally in a split second, he blows her face off. Like literally, the face is blown right off. And I'm like, well, that was kind of cool. I was like, that was kind of cool. It's like, all right, maybe maybe Scott's just maybe overreacting a little bit. <laughs> maybe his hatred for Ty West, maybe, you know, maybe I'll end up liking this film. Yeah, it's a little long, it's a little drawn up until that point, but it's like, something happened. Because I know one of your biggest complaints was that nothing happens, and then that happens, and then you literally wait around for an hour for something else to happen. Literally, for an entire hour. And uh, that's kind of like the the height of the film is when her friend gets her face blown off. Because, because it was not not that because it was unexpected. You expected something, but it was just so quick, and it was like, oh, that was kind of neat. It was it was something. It was something. It was it was something. <laughs> so then you know, pan back to the house, and she's literally waiting in the house. She tries to call her friend her friend doesn't answer she's like all right get a grip get a grip mate she's just not home yet even though the dorm is what 10 minutes away <laughs> this is like she tries to call her like in movie time probably a, a half an hour to 45 minutes later she's like ah she's not home yet and then they go from that which, to her which would just be, walking around kind of exploring yeah. the house which then they go from sus- that no i'm no, saying no, the phone okay. call the phone call, I'm just quick interjection. The phone call, oh, gee, my friend's not answering the phone. That might have injected some kind of tension in the film if we didn't already know she's dead. True, very true. So the one chance we have of, oh, there's something we don't know, something that's going on. No, no, we know. It's just, no, we're just going to watch her. When when you know the other line ends not going to pick up, it's not tension. It's waiting for her to hang up the fucking phone. Exactly. So then they go from there, basically, to... She orders a pizza. She gets a number off the off the fridge that they gave her to order a pizza. I don't right. understand why she just doesn't order from her favorite pizza place. She just takes the recommendation of of the guy. It's like he's right in town. Why would you use the number he gives you? But whatever. I don't want to nitpick too much. So she calls a pizza in and whatever, calls it in. Then she hear some bumps and noises you know just little shitty stupid things just to try and build tension which does nothing by the way uh and she's like i'm gonna call 911 because she still can't get in touch with her friend and then she hangs up real quick she's like ah, i'm not gonna do that get a grip it's stupid then 911 calls back and you hear hello 911 this you know emergencies is this an emergency and the person on the other end just has got a creepy just a creepy voice where you're thinking, all right, this person's in on it. You know? It's like they intercepted the call somehow. I know it's 1980, but they did it somehow because there's no way that she called 911 because they called her right back immediately without, right. you know, it's like, how did you uh, how did you get this number? 
And it's just like, what are you talking about? It's 911. <laughs> but they don't even answer that. That, you know, it might be whoever called back is in on it too. You know? So then they move on from that. To her actually getting the pizza, where that is supposed to try and build tension. You know, because it's just like, oh, what's going on? There's noises, there's this, this, and oh, it's just the pizza guy. You know? Oh, here, take the money, keep the change. She grabs the pizza, doesn't even look at the guy. You know? Right. Holds the pizza, you know, holding it close, like, oh my god, that was so scary. Then, goes and, you know, sits down, sits on a bed, starts eating a pizza, like nothing just happened. Like, there was nothing scary, nothing's going on, no build-up. And then she's like, oh, this pizza's kind of gross. Goes back downstairs, throws the fucking pizza away. Stop me if I'm boring you. <laughs> it just this is literally the whole film. This is it just it just bumps into the next scene, into the next scene, into the next it just it's so fucking annoying. And then and then what so after after this whole thing, eventually she she uh she 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 trips over her dead friend at some point. Yeah, she stumbles into the... Uh, no, 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 no. She's actually already in the ritual when she finds her dead friend. Oh, okay. That's right. And yeah, the she kind of just stumbles attic, around. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what she ends yeah. up hearing is, is bumps and noises of what's coming up from the attic, which I can only assume are people kind of still alive and they're bumping around. Oh, let me let me just explain. I didn't bother re-watching the film, per se, because it's so okay. burned in my memory. So, as far as how it ends... I'm I'm just like a little foggy on some of the transitions. All right, but it, I'll I, tell but you I, all I, about it if you need it. Yeah, but I remember the fucking film, so I just the reason why I'm asking was in the attic is like I'm just trying to re recall that because right. at this so, point you start nodding off. But anyway, I did actually fall asleep last night, <laughs> and, I, and I and 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 here's the here's here's the thing too, I I hit the info button to see where I was time wise, and it was an hour. It was like literally exactly an hour, and I'm like, all right. And I literally fell asleep right after that, and I woke woke up at the one hour and six minute mark, and nothing new had happened. And I'm just like, and so I rewound it six minutes, and I was mad at myself that I did that, because I watched six more minutes of nothing. <laughs> so she's bumping around. She finally bumps around, and uh, she actually, uh, she's uh, walking around the house and. I'm assuming that either the pizza was drugged or a combination of her being clumsy. She passes out. She, I think she hits her head, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. she wakes up tied up in the attic with a pendulum drawn on the, on the, on the ground, and she's in the middle of it. And uh, it's like these flashes, you know, like flash, flash, flash of the candle. Flash, flash, flash of her face. Flash, flash, flash. The whole shot of her in the pendulum, uh, pendulum you know. Yeah. And uh, then the next thing is these three morons, Tom Noonan, Mary Warnoff, and the guy with the beard. He comes in, and they're all... Oh, and some fucking demon-looking thing that you only assume uh, he keeps talking about his mother. I don't know if it's his mother or not, and they've been living for 200 years. Who the fuck knows? I, I, I think it's just the, the devil. It was... Well... Well, I don't think that was for the simple reason of how it ended. Does it matter? It doesn't. Well, it matters for my movie challenge to you. It's whatever impregnated her. Right. It's right. whatever impregnated her. 
Now, so now. the whole thing is, you know, there she, she cuts her hand, bleeds into this fucking goat skull or whatever the fuck that is, ram, you know, whatever is the fucking. I'm thinking like altered states I think goat's type shit. Fine. Goat's fine. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and she takes the blood and pours it in her mouth, and she starts to she ingests some of it, and she breaks loose and scratches this demon fucking thing's face and runs out of the house. Gets or doesn't run out of the house. She runs. She stumbles into the bathroom where her friend is. The guy with the beard is like, and he shoots her, and she's like, oh my god. She grabs a fucking knife where the pizza was, cuts his throat. This is the most action you've seen in an hour and twenty five minutes. <laughs> she's a she's like a like a butcher knife to cut the pizza. Who does that? Yeah, who, you who know it might be 1980, that? but there's there's no pizza cutter anywhere in the house. Every house they, has a they, pizza cutter. I don't care it, if you worship the devil or not. And that shit's pre-sliced. I mean, it's not all the way through. But it you was don't need really you pre-sliced. Can, you can wiggle it. You don't just like where's the biggest knife in the house? Because I have this cheese. If you need that to cut through the cheese, don't <laughs> eat the pizza. Don't the reason why, the, and, and and the reason why they they focused on her cutting it so they can put squishy noises when she cut through it. This is For what whatever happens reason. when you have a writer director. Editor, not, he edited not the film fucking, too. Yeah, <laughs> this is what happens when you have a writer director that's not also a fucking genius. Uh, is now if he had a, no one... a proper editor, he might have said, "Listen, we got forty-five, maybe, <laughs> maybe an hour <laughs> in this." I can't do or much if, else. Or if he had a proper writer or director, someone would have said, "Yeah, okay, so the butcher knife, what the fuck? Really for a pizza? <laughs> can, can, can we think of something else that's less stupid?" Uh, I'm just looking not 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 stupid at all, just less stupid. How about that? Right. But I but I, but I cut in. She she is she uh she grabs so the guy's she gun. So she right? she escapes. She slices the bearded guy's throat. He bleeds out. He's dead. Mary Warnov comes in and she's basically calling her stupid bitch you can't stop this what's going on it's gonna happen anyway drags her into another room stares out the fucking window and starts praying to the fucking devil saying lord please fucking tell me what's going on and of course she pulls back her fucking hood and she's got no fucking hair hence the scene uh, earlier in the movie where she sees a bathtub full of fucking hair right and uh on top of that she's just staring out oh lord please tell me please answer me and then she gets fucking stabbed in the back and fucking, now she's fucking dead. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck is going on? Why does she just... The girl with the knife. She just, it, exactly. She doesn't take the knife away. She just figures she's shot and she's bleeding on the ground. Whatever. You don't see the knife. You shouldn't be worshiping the devil. You're not smart enough. So, so then she out. runs out of the house and Tom Noonan, he chases after her. And of course, where do they end up? In the fucking cemetery. Because it's like 60 seconds away. Right. So she's screaming and yelling, oh my God, what have you done? He's like, it's like, and he's like calm about it too. He's like, listen, talk to me. You know, it's like, hey, let's talk. <laughs> I know we just tried to, you know, do some crazy shit in my attic, but come on, let's, let's talk. You know, I'm not a bad guy. At least that's what I get from Tom Noonan in that scene. I'm not such a bad guy. Come on. So she's, uh, she kind of, she wrestles away the gun from the bearded guy before she escapes the house. And you don't really see that until she's out in the cemetery with Tom Noonan. And mm -hmm. just very nonchalantly, he tells her, you can't stop what's going on. Uh, don't even bother trying. And she puts the gun to her head. Boom. Well, don't, don't gloss over black. the point. She, she, don't gloss over the point, fact that she realizes at this point that she's been impregnated by some kind of demon. 
Right. Or exactly. Which is why she shoots herself in the head. Exactly. And wait. So wait for the twist ending. She. They fade out to a hospital, and again, I'm still. I'm still at this point saying, all right, she's like in some hospital that they fucking own or who the hospital's in on it or whatever and they just kind of they pan into the bedroom and why, she's why would there. you say the hospital's in on it i don't know i'm waiting for something to happen something what good happened, to happen happened is she shot herself in the head and missed which it happens well she didn't miss entirely she just missed enough not to kill herself right so she's she's like comatose but she's gonna bring the baby the term so that's what yeah because the nurse comes over gives her a shot of probably what looks to be morphine of some sort and she's like oh poor things and you know poor why thing. would you why would you care about what's in the, the <laughs> it could be morphine we don't know i don't know i'm just trying to just I know. get something well <laughs> well, t- well here, the, the basic I've well hold on real quick of, to, you, to end to end that scene she's basically yeah. she's talking over her she's like you said comatose Oh, poor thing, poor thing. Pats her stomach and says, you both are going to be be just fine. And then credits roll. Right. So, you know, if you didn't get, you know, two, uh, literally 60 seconds earlier that she'd been impregnated by this demon thing, they they tell you again. They, like, really, they just Joey. hammer it home. Joey, the guy spent a half an hour setting up that the girl wants to get an apartment for, for money. You think he's not going to spend an extra minute underlining the fact that there's a, something inside of her belly growing? Come on. <laughs> Subtlety's <sighs> out the window. Yeah. Now, now, can I... You know what the Rotten Tomatoes uh, rating is on this? I bet it's high. 86 fucking percent. Yeah. Guess who Guess who gave it a good review? Stephen Whitty. Guess how many stars? Three. Fuck yes. <laughs> That prick Opening. is so pre- he's so predictable. Um, sure, finally getting a close-up of the creature or the big kiss is what keeps us waiting, but the wait itself is a huge part of pleasure, and the longer we're kept at bay, the more satisfying the payoff becomes. That's the rationalization everybody who defends this film gives. And now, you and I, you and I, uh, we're the kind of people where when someone says, eh, it's slow, it's boring film, we immediately say, it's probably a good film. Sure. Perfect we're, example. We're used to hearing Valhalla that Rising. People. Yeah. Got bad reviews. Oh, it's and, and don't get me wrong. It's he, a slow movie. <laughs> even I was like, all right, but still, it, it's got its merits. So you you and I are of that ilk that normally are the people to say, ah, you're just fucking attention deficit, short attention span. Just, you know, you have to enjoy the film. So when we come out and say it's slow and boring, it means something. Exactly. All these critics just—it's like—it's like—it's—it's uh, it's Magnolia all over again. No, no one can admit it's a bad film. No, no, it's not. It's really just—you got—you have to be in the moment. What fucking moment? I've—I've I've sat around in my house for two hours. Well, and ordered pizza. And yeah, we've dis- we, we disagree on Magnolia because I—I I did enjoy Magnolia. Don't let's not get into that. I—we won't. You we're can enjoy just it. Leave it. I, we can, I we're going to leave it at that. It. I can—I enjoyed parts of it. It's not a good film. Respect the cock. Again, I enjoyed parts of the film. It's not a good film. It's three good movies interwoven together into a big piece of shit. (laughs) But that's not what we're talking about. Oh, look, she's looking at the piano. I have mine set to a random scene. Um, (laughs) So, so let's... 
beyond the whole boring part, let's take the plot. I would like to let's go through the the, the let's take it from the satanic worshippers' point of view. Okay. All right. Uh, Eclipse of the Moon's coming up. We gotta give we gotta give Satan a son. We need to get a, get, get a teenage girl and perform a ritual and get a sacrifice. Apparently, we don't have to worry about the virgin thing anymore. That's not that's not a, that's a, we had a loophole for that. Doesn't have to be a virgin. Just has to be teenage and girl. Because right. middle age, you know, women as a whole can't really have it. It's got to be young, young, attractive college girl. So what do we do? How do we get a college girl? Let's go out and grab one. What do you mean? Let's, well, I've got a van. Let's drive out. Let's find one on the corner of the road or in an abandoned cemetery and just grab them. No, 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 no. Let's do this. Let's put let's put up flyers and advertise for babysitting. Uh, we don't have a baby. We'll worry about that when they get here. Now, can you see automatically where the plan's falling apart? Yeah. I mean, they even now, worked into the script that, listen, I I know I called you here for a baby. We don't have one. It's my mother. You won't have to do anything. You just have to sit around. It's like, really? Now, I didn't realize that's really what was going to happen, too. Yeah, well, well, and even take, take it a step further. I mean, again, just imagine you're in this group of Satanists. Uh, we don't have a baby. We don't have a baby. We're gonna have a babysitter. She's gonna show. We're not gonna have a baby to watch. Says, "Well, uh, we'll dorm with that. We'll we'll just tell her something else." What we tell her? Uh, we'll just tell her that she's gonna babysit her grandmother instead. Then why don't we just put up a sign for grandmother sitting? Because because we may not get any calls for that. Sure, we will. I got an idea. We don't have anybody. How about we just put up a sign for house sitting? Let's do that. No, no, no. Let's do babysitting and just cause confusion when they get here. It works better. Trust me. Okay. And it. Now, so when do you want to put these flyers up? Uh, I'm thinking a month or two in advance. We'll get somebody set up. We'll get a day. No, no, let's do it the day of. The day of what? The 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 day. Of, yeah, the day we we need to. You mean you the one shot we have for the full moon eclipse? You you want to wait till the last minute to lure a girl to the house? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, how about a week in advance? No, no, no. Let's do it the the day of. Random pick. Random pick. Okay. Uh, so you can just put these flyers up all, all over to college, right? Yeah, because college girls. Okay. Yeah, all right. That makes perfect sense. So once the girl gets here and she finds out we don't have a baby, we grab her, right? No, 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 no. I'm going to give her a lot of money uh, and uh, we're going to leave the house. And do what? Oh, we'll come back later when it's time to, to, to do the whole ceremony. She's going to get there at 8 o'clock. We have hours to kill. What if she tries to get out? Well, she won't get out. Well, you gonna lock her in? No, 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 no. We're just gonna, you know, assume that she's not gonna leave. But, but, but all right, I tell you what. All right, it will make you feel better if we drug her. Yes, I'd feel so much better if we drugged her. Okay, here's what we'll do. When she comes here, I'll tell her that we've got uh, that there's a pizza place she get pizza from. Okay. Well, yeah, she's we'll in put the, the number down. Chinese. Yeah. What, what, what if she's not hungry? <laughs> well, no, she'll I'll, be hungry, I'll, I'll, and she's gonna want pizza. She's a college girl. All right, what if she already knows another place that delivers? No, no, no. I'm going to give her this number and tell her it's very good so she'll only order from that pizza place and not any place else she may already like know. Since as being a, 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 a teenage girl in a college dorm, I'm sure she doesn't have like numbers saved of like fast food places that, that deliver. Okay, so you're going to – what if she doesn't have uh, the money? So, well, I'm going to be paying her lots of money. What if she doesn't want to spend money on pizza? I'll tell you what. I'll give her money for the pizza too. So you're going to offer her like $100, $200 to, to babysit a baby that's not there, and then you're going to give her 20 bucks for the pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that won't be suspicious. No, no. So if she actually does order a pizza, what? Well, we're going to drug the pizza. 
Okay. All right. Do you have a drug that won't make the pizza taste nasty? She'll, she'll eat enough that she'll, you know, be fully under the powder? No, no. It, it tastes like ass. She'll probably get one bite and, like, stop eating it. Then what the fuck good does that do us? Well, at least we'll know she's had some of the drug. Yeah. And rewriting this film from the point of view of the Satan worshippers, knock, knock. I'm here for the babysitter job. Thank you. Cane over the head. Not shut the door. Right, we're done. Yeah, there's Why obviously even... no one around. He could have fucking assaulted her in the front of his house and it's dragged her like... in. And it's not like teenage girls weren't disappearing left and right during the fucking 80s or 70s. It was very popular back then. Right. Ted Bundy got it. Ted Bundy did it for kicks. Richard Ramirez. I, I mean, and raping, no one would have raping. noticed her until the next day at the very soonest. And you, if. 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 Please don't investigate that kind of shit. <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> oh, it's a total eclipse coming up. I had no idea that would have any bearing. So the plot, the pizza alone is, is just a, 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 a red flag. The pizza alone is a uh, deal breaker. Sure. Oh, yeah. You know, here's, here's, a, here's a number for the pizza place. Uh, I highly recommend it. I said, like, here, here's some money for the pizza, too. I'll pay for the pizza. This guy really wants me to have some pizza. Huh. And not for nothing. She had pizza earlier that day. First of all, and I love did. pizza, but if I had pizza earlier in the day, I'm probably not having it again that evening. All right, not, but that's, not, that's not me. The, not the weakest logic flaw of the film. No, it's not. <laughs> what if she wanted, like I said, what if she wanted Chinese? And, hey. oh, you should, you should see, I... I, I browse the IMDb uh, message boards for fun. You should oh see some of the elaborate lengths that people have gone through to defend the film, saying, "Oh, what they probably did is it was probably like uh, uh, they probably had to have her there by chance, and it had to, you know they probably there was probably rules to say that she could only come that day, and the, really because none of this is mentioned in the film, so you can just pull that out of your ass is all you want, and and <laughs> let's throw let's let's throw another one in." What if she? What if she was specifically the girl they wanted? What if it wasn't a random thing? What if they actually wanted her? That makes even less sense. Since they stood her up the first time, right? And what they happened? Because they, they, they thought they had somebody else. You want? You know? You want to you know what happened to the other girl? I'm here for the babysitting job. Oh, we don't have a baby. It's it's my old mother. Says, "Well, I'm out of here. See ya. I'll give you a thousand dollars. Yeah, fuck you. Bye." <laughs> Well, and and they I, even mentioned that he says that he goes, yeah, there was a girl here before. She just couldn't handle it. She she left. She's totally irresponsible. That's, yeah. <laughs> all right. If that didn't happen, why the fuck are they like trying to lure her by initially not letting her come, you know, not picking her up? And then if if that was a case of a random girl, didn't they, didn't like that first call clue them into the fact? Gee, it's kind of unusual to bring them here for a babysitting job, then suddenly talk about our old mother in the house or something. Right. <laughs> Worst satanic cult ever. <laughs> Ty West is a fucking. I I, I came in. It's he, how this guy's got any kind of cult following. It's he's got to be friends with Eli Roth. That's got it's got to be it. He's got to be buddies. Somebody that he went to uh, film school with right. is doing great, and they're bringing him along. And by word of mouth, this guy's getting jobs. Have you watched any of his other films? The only thing I've ever seen by him otherwise is that uh, his the short that he did for v, the original VHS. 
right, second honeymoon, which was yeah. the bo- most boring, lamest, pointless piece of that fucking film. That's the only part of that film where I was like, this is just stupid. There's no point. I, I, I didn't I didn't hate that scene, but you're right. It was the most drawn it, out, most boring part what's of, the, like of about the movie. It? What's I didn't like hate about it. it. I didn't well, I don't know. It, There's it just it. tell me, come on, you cannot tell me you did not sit through that entire segment and every five and every like three minutes just thinking, and the next segment starts now. <laughs> and the next segment starts Nope. Uh just still talking. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. I sat through the innkeepers. I didn't see that yet. That's another film of his that got good reviews. And another film of his that is ninety percent watch shit not happen. And again, it's set up. We're in a house that's supposed. We're in a hotel that's supposed to be haunted, and there's no one here. And we're we're we're, we're ghost hunters, and we're trying to find ghosts. Okay, I'm guessing they're gonna find a ghost. <laughs> that's a natural point. assumption. Oh, and a psychic just, like, checked in. Oh, ooh, there's going to be something going on here. All right, now let's watch nothing happen for the next hour or so, and then at the end, something will happen, and it'll be like, oh. <laughs> it, it's everything this guy does is like, uh, I was like oh, our, yeah, yeah, The Shining, because I was inspired by The Shining. How about being inspired by a fucking plot, motherfucker? Apparently he did a film called The, uh, the Roost. Or, not The Roost, that was, a. Uh, that was one he just uh, directed. He didn't write it, so it, it, I don't know how bad it was. Trigger Man, 2007. I was looking at some of the reviews for this. It's got 4.3 stars on IMDb. I have not seen this film, but the first review I came across was just like, oh, this is a Ty West film. Hmm. Uh, shit, and it, it moved the review. Somebody else bumped it. Fuck. What happened to that? Oh, here he goes. Uh, when, when people say there is nothing but walking around for a good hour, this is not an exaggeration. In fact, it may be too generous, because for about five whole minutes, the three hunters sit and do absolutely nothing. I thought the screen had frozen. <laughs> and and <laughs> so did the person I was watching it with. But no, no, they just weren't moving. <laughs> and this is long before any action, so it's not like the film is building tension. That's from the 2007 film he made. I see a trend forming. You know, I'm on the wiki page, and it always gives the plot... Or whoever writes it usually writes uh, a, a pretty detailed, uh, you know, synopsis of the of what goes on in the film. The plot for House of the Devil is two very short paragraphs. That's too long. If you printed it, it would it would be maybe a quarter of a page, a piece of paper, because they literally looking at it, they got everything that the entire film. We're spending entirely too much time reviewing it. I that, agree, that's, but that's, that's how much hate. That's how much hate this thing. That builds. is how much hate. But you know, we're spending entirely too much time reviewing it. You could literally review this in five minutes. But you know, we want to give everyone a good review. We want to kind of explain to them Dude. what's going on. Let's put it this way: in the time it took us to review this movie, which is about an hour, we've given more than the film could ever give. Oh yeah, I've got a knife for pizza now. Um, so, do you want to go ahead and review this? Hang on, there's one. There's one more thing I want to bring up. I was doing right. my research. Apparently, uh, he directed Cabin's Fever Two, Spring Fever, which I have not seen. That's how he knows Eli I, Roth. I. That's why I'm thinking. Well, Eli Roth apparently is also introducing his new film coming out uh, in 2013 that I can't find uh, listed anywhere called The Sacrament. 
Seriously. Which, uh, which, which uh, the the the, uh, the plot is: two journalists set out to document their friend's search to find his missing sister. Sounds like a found footage piece of shit to me again. Um, this guy's got a fucking like, uh, I I can't even. Anyway, uh, apparently Cabin Fever Two. He was a director, which he must have gotten the job after House of the Devil. It's like, oh, this guy's a horror. He's an up and coming cult horror film. Well, let's give him a film to direct. Apparently, he he. Uh, uh, was dissatisfied with the film, uh, didn't like the, where the uh, the producers were and and the writing was going with it. Mm-hmm. So he tried to have his name taken off the film, uh, but they the the uh, the union wouldn't back him up. So he had to keep his name on the film. He, oh, really? he tried to pull an Alan Smithy, and all I can think of, all I can see is him arguing with, with the producers, and, and like, all right, so 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 wait wait, so you tell me. Nothing happens for the first 45 minutes of this film. Yeah, we're building tension. Have you seen the first Cabin Fever? I mean, <laughs> it, okay, it, it's it's not it's not an action-packed uh, you know film, but shit happens. What, this is a high school reunion shit we got here. No, no, but it, you got to slow it down. The pacing is you got 10 minutes of two guys talking in a hallway. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, no, no, no. We need we need, gut, but 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 you're making it move too fast. This film's not ready for this. I, I would love. Like some one person, oh, I would love to see the director's cut. I would love to see a director's cut, Ty West director's cut of Cabin Fever 2 as well. Because I guarantee there's like just long, drawn out scenes of, uh, I guess, a prom. Maybe. Probably even, the, sure. probably even the drive to the prom with a nice 15 minute discussion setting up how this guy uh, wants to go to the prom with this girl, but she went with somebody else. Because that's not common enough a story for us to understand just in an introduction. <laughs> I, I haven't seen this film, but again, he didn't write it. He he his well, the story's written story by, which means he wrote it, and then they sell the screenplays. How come this is only twenty five pages? <laughs> and then when they added shit, it's like, wow, dude, you're ruining my vision. Fuck you! It's a, it's it's not a vision. It's a fucking horror film, asshole. Put something entertaining in it and get on. Oh, I'll show you. And then two years later, he does the Innkeepers. And goddamn. Everybody who keeps apologizing for this fucking talentless fucking... Ha- He's a good... You know what? It, you know, he has talent. You know what his talent is? Cinematography. He, he knows how to film something. He's not a filmmaker. To be a filmmaker, you have to be able to tell a story and make people interested in the story. This cocksucker does neither, and I'm tired of fucking hearing about him. So he should just be a cinematographer. He could probably be he, very successful as a cinematographer. I There's nothing wrong with the camera work at House of the Devil. Even the editing's not bad. I mean, the editing's good. He's a technical guy. The problem is, somebody keeps letting this fucker write screenplays. Yeah. And then directing his own screenplays. Which, as Kevin Smith has proven, not always a good idea. Even John Carpenter proved that. As long as John Carpenter is not directing his own screenplay, he usually... Well, not usually. I'd say every time he's not directed his own screenplay, he's hit a home run. There you go. Sometimes you need someone else to say, "Listen, all right, you're good doing this, but tell you what, let somebody else chime in." And he wrote Halloween, and you know why that was good? Because he was full of fucking vim and vigor. It was his first movie. It was he put his entire fucking soul into that. That's why he made that work. But then from that point on, he didn't write any of his own stuff. Carpenter, on his worst day, in his worst film, is. At least shit happens in his movies, right? But anyway, yeah. The, uh, long story short, fuck Ty West, and House of the Dead is is a boring piece of shit. 
So let's go ahead and rate it on IMDb. Currently, it is yeah. very, very high at 6.4. Bullshit. I call bullshit. 17,000 users. Let's take a look at what the average is. I bet it's a lot oh, of... Oh, don't look yet. Not until after we rate it. Fine. So what do you want to go with this? It's, ob- it's less than a 5. It's way yeah. less than a 5. No, I'd say a 3. Five. Tell you what, start at five. Again, five is just average. Five, five is five is no inspiration, boring, but not bad. Right. I I I, I vote one lose one star for the fucking pizza. <laughs> I vote lose another star for how long and drawn out it is, where there's just a lot of nothing happening. You should not be able to do that in a film and get praise for it. And 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 I, I want to vote on losing a star and you and let me sum this up in case you see if you agree with me. Okay. All right. I, as I stated last episode, doing an homage to an '80s horror film is interesting when they aren't remaking them all now. So it's a moot True. point. And also, when somebody else has already done what you're doing, uh, Tarantino, with uh, the Grindhouse films, and right. has done it to uh, great effect. And has nailed what they were aiming for, and when other films that were involved indirectly with that, like Machete, uh, those films, when other films have done successfully what you're trying to do, you better bring something to the table more than look. The camera's not moving, and there's a rotary phone. <laughs> and look, I know how I know how to put the titles up with the freezing. No, no, bring something else to the table. Tarantino knew. Rodriguez knew. All these other guys that did those homages that have come out over the past five, ten years, or they they knew that you can't just remake a '70s film. You've got to bring something new to the table. You got to make it more interesting or build on top of that. So for that, you, for the for that total lack of understanding what it means to do something original when, when you're doing an homage instead of just ripping off Rosemary's Baby and and boring the fuck out of me, for that you lose a star. <laughs> Do you agree? I agree. Two and, fucking and it, stars. Two stars. The only, I, I'm saying two stars. The only reason he doesn't get a one star is because of Noonan and Warrenoff. Fair enough. Because I pity, I, I, I pity them for being in this fucking film. She doesn't even... She's, she, she was the night to cut the pizza. Oh, no, she's washing it first. She washes it. She just runs the water over it. She The pizza's... She's not even cutting the fucking pizza. I got the it's already cut. Now. It, it is way she, cut already. She, she touches the pizza with the knife, and the piece like slides away. It slides <laughs> away, and she washes the knife by running it under hot water. That's not how you wash a fucking knife, girl. Especially when you're going to use it to not cut a piece of pizza. Fuck you. you he almost got one star there, motherfucker. Two stars. So, so two stars. Before I, before I change my fucking mind, uh, and uh. At, 23% gave it seven seven stars. Who are these fucking people? Dullards. Fuck America. Let's, this let's is ridiculous. Seven, I can't believe this. 6.7 from 5,966 people in uh, males aged 18 to 29. That's, only the highest, two, that's the highest rated that they have. The only 2.7% of the raters gave it a two star. How is this film popular enough to get seven stars by 23% of the people? Exactly. Yeah. A lot of tens on there. 
Literally one bite of the pizza. That's nasty. Unless they put all of the drugs in the tip of that pizza. If they just like dumped it all right in the center of that pizza. Unless they did that, there's no fucking way that like even made her woozy. God damn. We need to stop. We need to stop. A All right, of, I'm done. Uh, Sorry. Six, sevens, and eights. Mostly sevens. That's that's the oh. average. I, I would love to be be at a dinner party and somebody brought this film up. I would love to. Oh, you see how that was a good film. And they'll be like, fuck it. They'll be like salt and pepper shakers flying and shit. Ah! <laughs> All right. Let's get to your movie challenge. Thanks, so please, we can end, please. So we can end the show something that takes my takes takes that distracts me from this i don't know if you're gonna like now, this just, movie challenge well probably not just to recap last week we had done uh terror vision and uh i went with mary warren off just because i've seen this film already i hated mm-hmm. it i already expressed my hatred and i really just wanted to make you watch it so we could review it so that's really the only reason i did that it was just because this has been brewing in the back of my skull and we needed a whole episode for this uh, and so now, now you're movie because challenge. you did that <laughs> because you did that it 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 forces me to give this movie to you because i can't i couldn't stop thinking about it and uh you know the last well first of all i'll tell you what i didn't challenge you to okay i was going to challenge you challenge you to last house on the left and the <laughs> remake because you well, that would have been interesting that would have okay. been an interesting episode. I wish you'd and, gone that way. Well, and maybe if you don't like my movie challenge, we can. Now that you know, I brought it up. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't do that to you. But I mean, I, I, and the reason you, why I was is because of your hatred for this film. Kind of mimics my hatred for Last House on the Left. You the original. Yeah, the original. Have you seen the remake? Yes, I did. Okay, yeah, I, uh, yeah, that's right. You you really don't like the original, and I, I'm still kind of a fan, uh, more right. so than I am of uh, 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 I Spit on Your Grave, which is I, th- I think the, the, the film quality is far lower than it is uh, much lower, much lower than than, than Last House. But uh, yeah, that would have been interesting just because alone. I, I know the dynamic as far as you not liking Last House, and I would love to do a comparison of those two films because I do have a lot of uh, criticisms and- with. The, the, and we the, can uh, do it at some point. It's definitely sure. something we can do at some point. Not, not I just don't know if I have two movies in me this week. <laughs> I, <laughs> to, do, to be completely honest. Honestly, uh, I, I'm with you, especially since I'm going to Hershey next weekend. Uh, and I am I've just got, getting uh, fucking hammered at work. Oh, I got, and I got poetry this weekend. And I have a poem to read on the show before we go uh, real okay. quick. But keep, keep going. All right. So then I started thinking about that. And the reason... The two reasons why I was going to challenge you to it is because I hate it, and because it's that that seventies you know style, right. and that's what this kind of mimics and all that shit. Very, and then it was a very good challenge. And then I start thinking, well, you know, what else could I do? And then I start thinking, well, there's a bunch of eighties horror films just that I could have challenged you to. But what I went with, and you've already actually mentioned the film. Uh oh. Is this episode? Literally five minutes ago. Oh, no. You've already mentioned the movie. No. (laughs) You've already mentioned it. No. Please tell me you're not going to. You you know what it is? You must know what it is. Not Rosemary's Baby. (laughs) Oh, God. Which is another movie I fucking hate. 
Oh, I, I really hate that film. I, wow. But there's a lot of radio gold in that. I plan to have sound clips from it because th- there, there's so much in that film that you can play sound clips from that are just hilarious. Because now, you it's know what? so bad. Because it was so revered as a great horror film and it scared me and this and that. Can you believe that? It's No. It's bullshit. It's such a fucking bad movie. It's right, a stupid back. horror film. Wait, 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 wait for next week. You're right. <laughs> wait, <but yet? laughs> You're right. All right. That's a, that's a good call. And I haven't watched it in a while, so I'll have to revisit it over the weekend. Yeah. Um, uh, it's... Oh. It's, it, and I'll also be interested. I, I, I'll try to take get the time to do some research as far as like looking up a lot of the. Again, it, it's it's held up as a cinematic classic, so you can find a lot of critical re- reviews and articles right. and theses on the film. It'd be interesting to find one or two that I really disagree with and talk about. Right. Oh, and very quickly, the for anyone that's out there listening, the connection is that the girl in uh, House of the Devil she gets impregnated by some sort of demon. And that is basically the main plot of Rosemary's Baby, that right. the devil has sex with her and impregnates her. Hence Except Rose, at least... Hence Rosemary's more, Baby. Right, and at least it makes more sense with them because they... I, well, we'll get into that. No, you can't get into it till next week. But right. I still hate the movie. Even though it makes more sense, and it's probably a better movie than this, but I haven't seen it in a lot of years. I just remember really hating it. Um, Me too, yeah. So... No, I, I, we'll give we'll, we'll revisit it. See see if we're like over exaggerating. See if we've uh, sure mellowed. We got to do uh, got to do some of the classics sometimes, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so just just to close, uh, last week I, I had mentioned that I was I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to write poetry now based on uh, I'm trying to expand my writing from reviews and short stories and fiction. And I'm trying mm-hmm. to write poetry. I've done some poetry classes and I got a couple things that you know I'm getting the hang of it. So I'm trying to write poems inspired by films and incorporating dialogue from the films. So okay. I have one I just want to read for our audience. This is the first draft, so this is not a final work, but I want to share it now with our audience. Uh, this is inspired by the film Terrorvision from last week's episode. Okay. And the uh, title of the, t- of the poem is Holy Tomatoes. <laughs> so bear with me a second and we'll just go through this do you All need right, music t- for this or anything no, like no, that? no 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 okay. it's 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 a first draft it still has to be tweaked a little bit so it's in the like raw you have here. bongos for you not not that kind of poem not okay gonna, well maybe but there we go all right it's called holy tomatoes that's how you have to, that's how you have to pronounce it uh here we go holy tomatoes holy tomatoes the postmodern Art Deco New Wave nuclear family is alive and thriving on Putterman Lane. Greek columns, Roman sculptures, and erotic lithographs were prurient pursuits. Does Stanley ticket like a man? That's what it's there for, baby. Remember, kids, you do your thing, we do ours. Lizard tail jerky, ouzo margaritas, ice cold road heinies, a well stocked bomb shelter, and a womb warm jacuzzi. Brain rotten moral decay are just a pressed button away. Pleasure Palace, here we come. But heed my warning. Danger lurks within the Pleasure Dome. Garbage beamed in from outer space, this voracious beast cannot be tamed. Wired throughout every room, a vision of terror on every glassy eye. Martians diddling the women of the universe? Intergalactic swingers are the least of our worries. Luce Libre, softcore pornography, Channel 69 and MTV. You in the metal, kid? Kiss the boot. War stories and monster movies are educational. They're always, they always neutralize the, an enemy at the end. 
Belly down, soldier. The geeks aren't through with you yet. When the threat originates from within, standing your ground doesn't guarantee safety. And if you've exposed yourself with the do-it-yourself option, the warranty only covers repairs. I like it. So it's for what it's worth. That's that's the uh, first track. I like it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Since uh, we don't have our bookend audio, we're gonna just do this one more time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's not your fault. Sorry. It's, no, it's nobody's fault. My fault. It's not. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for episode 122 of Movie Sucktastic. Please visit our website and download all of our episodes there. You can watch us on live stream there. You can also go to iTunes and download our shows there as well. You can review us there. We would appreciate that. We always do. You can go to livestream.com if you don't want to go to our website, and you can watch our show there as well. You can leave us voicemail at our hotline at 908-514-4470. You can leave us email at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. And you can go to our Facebook page, which is growing by day. We're getting tons of people on that. Uh, you can awesome. go there. Yeah, facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. All right, everybody. You got any wisdom, Scott? Fuck Ty West. Good enough. All right. <laughs> Good enough. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.